seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill Parmentier of W. Parmentier Photography. I'm Justin Kerr of Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia Piazza with Custom Marketing Solutions. And together we make up the, the Marketing, Marketing Essentials, Essentials team. team. So today we are talking about nine types of social media posts to fill your content calendar. Yeah, so... So, so Alicia, sorry, you, No, no, by all means. Go ahead, tell us, Bill. Tell us all about <laughs> I'm going to tell you all about it, even media. though I'm not the... Uh... <laughs> so I guess I've been deemed the resident social media uh, strategy person Expert. over here. Expert. Yes. Thank you. What would you call an expert? And um, it's a really simple topic, but I think a lot of times, like we work with local businesses, and number one, they're busy. Yep. But the other thing is, even if they have the time to plan things out, they kind of overthink what they should be posting on their social media profiles, and they find themselves falling short of coming up with creative posts or ways to keep the content calendar full. And so just to define what a content calendar is, is when you can plan out the posts that are going to different social media channels throughout the month. And I'm, I recommend doing it for at least two weeks at a time. Because then you're not sitting there and realizing like, oh, junk, I haven't posted something on my Facebook in two weeks and looks like I'm out of business or something. And you're just trying, you're just <laughs> posting like the most random thing that has poor vision. Here's vis- my cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's a picture. Um, and so that can be like not a good strategy. That is not a strategy. That is not a strategy for so posting. So my strategy doesn't. Oh. And it, yeah. <laughs> I start off, you know, the problem is I start off each month with the best of intentions on getting a calendar together. Mm-hmm. And about a weekend, I'm like. Uh, why didn't I do better? Why didn't I set this up? And I'm guessing for myself. So I'm, I struggle with that same thing. It's just- yeah, you can use this for your personal profile. So if you have a LinkedIn professional profile, the more you can post relevant content on your um, feed, the more you're going to show up to your contacts. Or you could use this on your business pages, your business Facebook, mm-hmm. your business LinkedIn or Twitter, whatever it may be. Now, now when it comes to the, the, like we've done the Facebook Lives as a group, but do you actually schedule out the lives too? If we can, yeah. Like for today, uh, for instance, we knew we were doing a podcast today. Mm -hmm. So we could have put on the calendar, like get a Facebook Live done. And we did get one done, but, you know, we could have had a calendar. And honestly, we do have a calendar for posting. I don't know if we keep up with it, but we have a calendar. (laughs) You mean the one that I've never looked at? (laughs) Yes. And um, there's tools you can use. So there's pre-scheduling tools on Facebook. You can schedule um, things out in advance. I recommend doing some live because that's going to help you with the algorithm if you can schedule them in real time. Mm-hmm. But having it documented either on an Excel or a Google Doc, if you have a team of people who work on your social media channel, like there's three of us for the Marketing Essentials team, it's good to have it on like a dynamic, like a live document like Google Docs or um, Nicole Eller, who is in social media marketing, Ginger Green, recommended Airtable, and it's my yes, new she's love. A big Airtable user. Yeah, right? it's it's awesome because you can it's like Excel on a, Steroid. a steroids, steroids yeah. and you can drop your pictures and your links right into that. But other people, if you have a client, they can access it and approve. Just um, you know, edit something. If you have a team, this way the team knows what's going on, and you can sure, color code sure. and all that good stuff. So. All right, so you. 
know that you need to put together a calendar. Mm -hmm. um, and you talked about some tools for doing that. Mm -hmm. How much, uh, like, how much time do you spend each week in planning out your next two weeks of social media posts? Yeah, it depends on the industry because, it, and it depends the type of content you're putting together because, for instance, if you're just curating content, so say you're in finance and you just go out and find like three articles on how to save uh, for a home and how to up your savings and you're curating content, pulling it in from other resources, that's a little easier. If you're creating your own content, like your own Facebook Lives, your own videos, and your own blogs, that's going to be more time, more involvement. So it really could span from a couple hours and getting, you know, three to four posts scheduled out for each week. Or it could be a whole, you know, half a day if you're writing content. And So we're going to talk about nine different types of social media content. Yeah. Is there a ratio? Is there a, like, do you have certain amount of things each week you want to, you want to hit when you're scheduling out a month? You know, is it like a certain number of posts? Well, no, uh, some may be more sales specific. Some may be more of just less content, more content driven, but not trying to ask for the sale on every single, single one. You know what I'm saying? As far yeah. As um, that's a good question. I don't have one answer, but my general rule, cause it can vary is 80, 20. So 80% of the time you're talking about things that are relevant to your industry, mm -hmm. giving away tips, tricks, and advice. Uh, relating to the community and the audience, what's of interest to them. Yeah. And then 20% of the time you can talk about yourself. Yeah, that, that's what I was asking. I, I did yeah. it poorly. But that's, no, that's no, it was, was a good at, question. Yeah. Is because you don't want to constantly be selling to a person because or to a group of people because they're eventually going to catch on. Oh, look, every one of your posts right. are asking for a sale, so to yeah. speak. Yeah, call us, click here, buy yeah. now. Like, who wants to follow that? But if you're posting things that are useful, relevant, and interesting, that's how you're going to keep your... Um, audience engaged. And so organic post, um, we do a lot of paid. I do have to say this because you can reach such a great audience with paid social media marketing, but organic posts are necessary evil in a way. You're not going to reach as many people as you used to be able to, but they still have to be there because your page has to be relevant. And, you know, here and there, like you will get hits and it's free. So why not plan this out? Is and there why a ratio not? for that? About you reach about six percent of your followers or less. Oh well, I, I meant like a ratio of organic to paid uh, posts. Mm, it really varies. I would say have at least three posts a week um, on channels like LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is way more fast moving, and Snapchat and Instagram Stories. So that stuff. You so have basically, to th two to three times organically. Yeah, okay. organic, just to keep it, keep it going, and. When you do um, hit a nerve or find something that's useful and interesting organically, that gives you an insight as to what you should be promoting in terms of advertising, mm. you know, paid um, content. So a big thing is like people don't know what to post. They're just I was like, say that's the next right, question. Like, Great. So, so now you know organic versus paid. What do you post? Yeah, and that's I think that's why they revert to the last minute kind of post, like buy from me, call us now, <laughs> and, and so you have to kind of just be a little creative about it. So these are nine um, standard things that we typically use for our clients. It is in, by no means all-inclusive of the things you can post. But if you are just kind of like every month struggling to get stuff up there, these nine different um, types of posts will keep your content calendar pretty full because you can reuse them. So, so I'm going to um, start off with 
testimonials. Now, a lot of people don't post testimonials on their Facebook feed because they think like, oh, it's on Yelp, it's on Google, or it's on, it's on Facebook itself. Why do I need to post it in the feed? Well, because taking that content from another channel or even the side of your Facebook and putting it in your feed is going to showcase it and you can brand it, you know, put a little template together, put your logo on it and kind of showcase the Obviously, positive testimonials. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. So. Bill was somebody I will never work again with. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's the hall of shame. <laughs> and I guess that would also go the opposite. You don't want to call out people that have done negative on thing either. No, I wouldn't feature <laughs> that. But you're taking something that's living on these other sites and and giving it, you know, reaching new eyes with it when you can post it. So that's really simple. And do that every Tuesday. Hashtag Testimonial Tuesday or something like that. Resources and links, another one that people forget about. They tend to just post um, stuff to their website. So if you have a blog, that's great. Um, You can post resources and links to that. But like, for example, I'll post links to other social media blogs like Social Media Examiner or Social Sprout on um, Sprout Social on my Facebook because that's it's good content and it's Mm -hmm. things that people should know. And, you know, we're a marketing agency. Our demographic cares about marketing trends and, and uh, tools, so those types of blogs have relevant content. Now, now, would you uh, link back to that person? Like, like say, for instance, you're using Social Media Examiner. Would you tag them in that, too, if you could? Yeah, or, yeah. To, to try to get their followers to listen, to. Yeah, I sometimes I'll tag, like, you know, say something, so I'll share the link, and um, people can click through and read their blog, but I'll also give a little bit of commentary, like, we love this blog, at HubSpot and tag HubSpot because of X, Y, and Z. Like we couldn't agree more with inbound marketing mm-hmm. tactics or something along those lines. So it's just not like, hey, here's a link, read it. Exactly. You're yeah. kind of giving like an oversight. <laughs> Even do a little video saying, hey, I read this um, blog and I or this article. Here's what I think about it. It's a five minute read. Go check it out. Exactly. And exactly. link to it. And so if you are a business, say you're a solar company. You don't always need to be posting about solar. You can be posting about tips and resources to make your home more um, energy efficient or green. Um, If you're a yoga studio, maybe you're not always posting yoga exercises, but you're posting um, tips for clean eating for, you know, that are going to help with your overall health. So think outside your industry. Think of things that your audience will care about when it comes to those links and articles. Yeah. And I may be jumping the gun here, but I I know I've heard you say before that when you're posting something like a resource, Mm -hmm. um, use yourself, use the people in your company. Yeah. And because the, the fact that there's an image or a video to begin with will be helpful, but it's authentic to have, you know, somebody in your company demonstrating a yoga pose or demonstrating how you, how you change a spark plug, you know, in in your car. Mm-hmm. Like, so for instance, we, so you can curate content. That's when you're getting it from another website, but you can create your own content and it doesn't have to be crazy complicated because we just did a podcast video, a video, um, about the technology we use for our podcast. We created our own content within, I mean, it took a couple tries because our, our gimbal died. <laughs> because, because my wonderful, uh, yeah. gimbal decided to have, but that's okay. We, we scrambled and we, you know, we finished the, the video, but the so cool, but the cool thing, the yeah. cool thing about that was it showed that we're human too. It shows that mistakes sure. happen. You know, very good point. Yeah, don't don't worry about the details. Sometimes, if you're if you really have valuable content, 
um, and you can be fun with it. So our uh, our ten minute, I think it took you like ten minutes, Justin, to get to that together. So you created mm-hmm. content in ten minutes that would be valuable for our users about the technology we use to create our podcast. Um, I have a physical therapist client, and we saw organically that they were posting how to like pictures uh, to do exercises for physical therapy in their feet, and it did really really well. So we suggested that they make their own physical therapy pictures. And they're working on some, like, they want to do video in the future. For, well, let Bill know about that one. And then... <laughs> yeah. What? Somebody say so pictures? <laughs> they just did, like, they did do some... The pictures are okay. They used an iPhone and they just did a girl, did a one, two, three. Like, this is pose one for your physical mm-hmm. therapy. This is pose two for th- physical therapy. And this is pose three. This is, And they provided the list of, like, how you would do this um, exercise at home. And they posted it as an ad on Facebook. And so it positions them as credible and knowledgeable, and it gives an inside look at their pra- their their practice and how they um, use physical therapy. Have to get professional. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, that's we, in the works. We have, we have said before that sometimes a uh, social media post doesn't necessarily have to be no. high polish. Mm-hmm. You know? no, I think that's that's fine what they did. Now, if yeah. they were going to say repurpose that content and put it on their website and say, yeah. here's nine different poses yeah. poses, you would want to have those. Yeah. Photograph professionally. Correct. Yes. Or like Correct. if they were doing a video beyond like a Facebook Live or something, like if they wanted to do a TV commercial or a, even a branded YouTube channel, I would recommend kicking sure, it sure, up a notch sure. there. So that's another one. Um, number three. We're only on number three, so I'm going to try and go through these pretty quickly. We'll <laughs> post all the links. and all. This is actually a whole list that we'll post for you, but contest and polls. Something that's going to get your users involved. So interactive. Yeah. Yeah. Because social media, like we forget, I think that social media channels are not, it's not a website, it's not a brochure, it's two-sided. It's a place to have a conversation and it's a place to get people involved. So a content, like sometimes it's really hard to just post like an open-ended question and hope that everybody starts a conversation. So contests are a great way. And we've done some really fun things like post a pic of your dog or tell us a story. You know, I have a restaurant right now that is struggling with coming up with like new entertainment ideas. So they're going to do a contest, you know, share with us what you'd like to see on Saturday nights, whether it be karaoke or live entertainment Mm -hmm. or more trivia. And for everybody who suggests a different type of, you know, Saturday night activity, they're going to be entered to win a gift card to the restaurant. Yeah, I it's funny how you talk about those different activities because uh, I have a friend who just started a business doing musical bingo. Yeah, at different bars. Have you that's popular. It? It's the new thing now, it's, mm-hmm. and that's something you wouldn't think about. How does that work? It's kind of hard to explain, but it's basically they play different types of music, and you got to find that that genre or something that has to do oh. with that in the bingo card. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. okay. It's fun. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, but I mean, that's that's a great uh, going back to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. When you put it out to the people that come and visit your establishment, now you're you're mining valuable Ideas, data, yeah. Va- valuable data because that's going to help you to know what your clientele is looking for. Yeah, mm. and people love contests because they're going to win yeah. something, but it's also a chance for you to get that data and mm-hmm. learn what yeah. your customers want. Build your want. email list. Get yeah, your, yeah. So it's a win-win, mm-hmm. you know. And like I said, people like doing polls. You know, mm-hmm. they'll stop and go, "Hey, that's interesting. Let me tell them what I think." because yep. people want to be heard. Ultimately, yeah, and social media is the place where they use their voice sometimes for better or worse. <laughs> worse. Yeah, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So number four, number four. <laughs> Moving four, on, feature other local businesses. Now, People forget so, to do this a lot. 
So I'm assuming you're meaning, not necessarily meaning uh, a competing business. You're meaning no, don't say that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just, We're good, but these guys are better. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. I'd like to tell you about somebody who's a lot better than I am. <laughs> no, but like it could be uh, a vendor. So, yeah, or it yeah. could be a recommendation. It could be your favorite restaurant. Because if you're a local business, chances are you draw from the local community a certain radius around your business. So tell people your favorite, you know, I, you put a poll up of it. Like, where's your favorite uh, pizza spot. Ours is so and so. Or, um, hey, shout out to this uh, mm-hmm. office supply vendor for being awesome. You be careful in Rhode Island because I did that one time. Pizza I wars. asked somebody. Well, <laughs> it was um, uh, calamari. Mm-hmm. You know, where's your where's the best place to get calamari? Oh my gosh, everybody has and an opinion, own, yeah. and there's like nine thousand different <laughs> places. You're like, no, this is the best. No, this is the best. Just for the record, it's Chardonnay's up in Seekonk. Yeah, well, they are. Good. <laughs> yes, yeah, they they're really good. I was, I was going to say Andino's on the hill. Yeah, no. Oh, on the hill, Zuma, Zuma, Zuma. Is that oh, how you say okay, it? Okay. See yeah. what happens. See, we've already got three different choices already. We're hungry. Here, it's before lunch. So is, that, is that what it is? It's sidetracked easily, but um, like I had a local restoration company that worked hand in hand with a trucking company that was also local, and they would share and tag um the other company, and so that's a way to tap in to um, other local businesses' followings and just kind of engage with the local community, basically. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense because if they're promoting you on their social network, now you're reaching their followers. And mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, and just show you support local business. We are a small business, so. Okay, so number five on the list. Bill's going to like this one. You want to read it, Bill? Ooh, video. Videos, Facebook Lives, and more videos. Yeah. Uh, I beat that drum <laughs> so probably face- to death. <laughs> <laughs> video, as we know, by 2020, 80% of online content is going to be consumed by video. I actually saw a, a, a more recent one than now saying closer to 90%. Oh my God. God. Are you kidding me? I, you know, it's, I guess part of it is nobody reading, reads anymore. anymore. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all short tension spans. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to repeat myself. You got me. Um, we're, we're busy, though. We're really busy as a society, as business owners. And so video is a really great way to get your point across. And I'm not going to you know, harp on it too much because we already kind of talked about when you should use professional and when you should use Facebook Live. Professional is going to take a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have a script. You're going to have to call a professional. Sure. Um, but start with some Facebook Lives because that's going to get you comfortable in front of the camera. It's going to give you a gauge as to what your customers and your clients like to hear. And then when you have like a plan, call in a professional to kind of help you sculpt that video. That's one of the things I love is a client who's already been doing some Facebook stuff themselves, live videos, because now they're more, like you said, they're more comfortable in front Mm -hmm. of a camera. So now I don't have to spend that extra time trying to figure out how to coach them to be able to do a video Mm -hmm. because you don't want them all stiff and, you know. And honestly, if you're, you want to start doing video and you want to look decent, just go on YouTube. There's hundreds of videos that give you great tips on where to put the camera, lighting, what you should wear, how you should uh, speak. Yeah. So there's no reason why you can't you know, go find some resources, get used to being on video, and then when you're ready to move up to hiring a professional to do mm-hmm. video for your website or for other marketing channels then you're, you know, you're ready. Yeah, I'd say even your paid Facebook or um, LinkedIn ads, you want a more professional video. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. now yeah. Um, before we get on to the next one, just a quick rule of thumb, shorter is better when it comes to, or, or is it not? I mean, I'm, it seems on Facebook nowadays, because you've got the yeah. shorter attention spans, you're not going to put a five-minute video on, on Facebook. No, but like you could, so it could be like a 30-second uh, 
intro video, promotional video, leading through to a five minute video yes, yes. on how to do your uh, physical therapy poses. And, and here's another interesting part to that is don't get so caught up in the audio portion of that. Mm-hmm. You, you want to have it as clear as possible. But an overwhelming majority of people are starting to use Facebook now in the oops in the silent mode and watching the the caption. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for catching yeah. me on that one. I but, fa- I forget the stat, but I'll post it. I think it's like 70, 60 to seventy percent will watch it with the sound off. Yeah. So, so yeah. audio is not going to be that important. And mm-hmm. of course, I'm being uh, speaking of audio. Speaking of audio, Bill's I'm being phone is blown up. He's getting mad. Facebook alerts <laughs> over there. And the volume is off. It's actually our next. Uh, uh, podcast oh, interviewee. That's, okay. that's, that's texting, so we should keep so. it moving along. So we're moving along. along. <laughs> Q and A's, and Bill and I did a combo of a Q and A and video for a local client, and it was a restaurant mm-hmm. who wanted to feature his staff. So we came up with a bunch of interview questions about, and it was like more of like a personal look at his staff. His team members had really nothing to do with food, and besides the fact that we yeah. asked them like what their favorite dish was at the restaurant. But Q and A's can range from written out, you know, take your FAQs and repurpose that into a Q&A session, a short post that maybe one question, one answer. You can do videos, interviews, you can do Facebook lives where you have your guests ask you questions. Mm-hmm. Really Q&As answer your 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 customers pain points yes. or share an inside look at your business. And again it goes back to people wanting to be heard. We did a Facebook live earlier today and somebody asked about you know, how, how we guess Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's great. It's a great way of doing it. So, all right. So what are we up to? Number number seven. seven. Yeah. Seven. I feel like we're doing the top four. Seven. Uh, uh, That's not uh, even uh, a thing seven. anymore, is it? No, Casey Kasem's gone and who's <sighs> doing it. Casey Kasem. I grew up listening to him. That wasn't. Okay. Trivia point. What other, what other voice, what, what cartoon did he do a voice for? I have no clue. Come oh, on, wait, wait, on, wait. On, I know this on. one. Um, Mighty is- Mouse. No, 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 just a random guess. Uh, oh, come on, I know this one. You're gonna say it. I'm gonna go. Yes, yes, yes. I forget. Do 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 do. Oh, um, Shaggy. Aww. Oh, right from Scooby Doo. Right. I love Scooby Doo. Yeah, he did. He did the original voice of Shaggy. Wow. So anyway, anyway, right, so, number, sorry. events. These ones beat the algorithm, but think about like posting an event on Facebook, particularly. Um, Facebook tends to put these high up in the algorithm. So if you have a sale, a customer appreciation event appreciation event, if you're doing a Facebook Live, create an event to um, to showcase that. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So people forget about that. That one particularly works for uh, for Facebook, though, not so much like Instagram or, or LinkedIn as much. Maybe LinkedIn a little bit. I've seen, I've seen some yeah. people use LinkedIn, but yeah, Instagram, mm-hmm. I think Instagram is more just quick snippets that people see. And it's, yeah. it's I, I think Instagram is turning into sort of the alternate to Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, because they have the Instagram stories now. So Yeah, it's all quick. But I mean, or so I guess the point though with that is that you don't necessarily have to have a physical event. It could just be um, like a special sale. Like this week, everything, sure. you know, we're doing buy one, get one sessions for our gym or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number eight, closing in on number nine, guys. Number eight, community and cause related. So a lot of businesses do. Um, so it's like get, a charity type thing. Is that what yeah, you're talking about? Yeah, in a way, a lot of businesses will participate in fundraisers, events, give to a cause, and they forget to feature that on social media. And I'm not saying that you should feature to be like, oh, look at us, we're like so great, and you know, giving. No, but get people, <laughs> but get, get people involved. Yeah, so let people know what your business is about. Like, hey, we support 
uh, Providence's youth soccer leagues because we believe, you know, as <laughs> my phones today just won't shut up. Bill, somebody really wants to get a hold of you. <laughs> I think the sad part about it is I've got all the volume levels off on everything, and I'm still going off. Oh well, but um, sorry, like it's. <laughs> takes you letting um the community know that you are involved with something is more it can relate back to your mission statement as a company Mm -hmm. it can be about your why so you know we support um Pawtucket's youth soccer leagues because you know maybe the business owner as a kid soccer was really like a big part of their life and helped them something along those lines are like for me it's dogs like I love dogs and it's just there's something about a dog I've always had a dog growing up Mm -hmm. like it just relates back to who I am, mm-hmm. and you can share that by showcasing what your company is involved in and the whys. Sure, that's great. People forget. Absolutely. And last but not least. Behind the not. scenes. We're really good at this one, I think. So as the yeah, Marketing Essentials team. we've done a pretty good job with that over the years. Yeah. Years. Whether, Almost like we've been together for years <laughs> over the last six months to a year. Let's put it that way. Whether you want to see our faces or not, we give you like behind the scenes looks at, looks at you know, our podcast setup, Facebook Lives, what we're doing, what's to come. Sure. And you can use this in different settings. So if you have like, let's just say a dental practice, it doesn't have to be candid. You can use professional headshots and just feature a staff member with a quote um, about why they like working there. It could be, you know, a staff member with their recent patient who had their braces removed. If it's in this the- also fits in the same category we were just talking about, the question and answer with the uh, the client, the mutual client we have. As far as some of his employees, mm-hmm. and we've also had John Lapointe uh, from Lapointe Insurance yeah. on in the past, where he did a whole group of videos that talked about what his employees did and who they were. Yeah, so but behind if, the scenes, behind the scenes, it's, yeah. it's a it's a great way to do it. So video, photos, mm-hmm. all that stuff is a great. Yeah, John Lapointe's on. Uh, if you get a chance to check it out at Lapointe Insurance on Facebook, yeah. um, he's local to the. The mass yeah, we'll definitely put them in the, uh, the show notes. Too. Does a really good job with those videos. Um, yeah, however, if you don't have time to do a video and hire a professional, then you could just do pictures. And, yep, and a quick bio. Yeah, yeah. So people, and I see this on Facebook. I don't have statistics, but time and time again, when you know we can feature a product, we can feature a service, we can feature a website. But if we post like an actual picture of like employees, the team members, the business owners gets more more interaction. People like to see faces on Facebook and other social media channels. So So the bottom line is there's a bunch of different ways that you can promote yourself on social media. Yeah. These are not all of them. With a little bit of planning. Yeah. This is just, I think, I call this a starter list, as I say, to get your creative juices flowing because I think as you start doing these things, you're going to start branching out and being like, oh yeah, well, this worked, so why don't we try this, you know? Mm -hmm. Or we saw a lot of engagement on this type of post, so let's do more of this. And, uh, just keep your content calendar full. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, wrapping up. We'll, again, we'll post this list um, so you guys can have access to it in written format mm-hmm. and the podcast notes. But uh, I think I think that's about it. I think we got everything. I think we got a good summary of uh, uh, the different ways they can do it. Obviously, like you said, it's not all inclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I think that's it's a good uh, starting point for people. Yeah. And of course, if you're uncomfortable doing any of this. Contact us. We get you get you hooked up with Alicia, and uh, she'll help you set all that up for you. Yeah, well, all of us because well, we all, all have yeah, like true. our different video and, true, and true. graphic skills and everything. So absolutely. But as far um, as the calendar itself, you'd, you'd be the person for them to speak to. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love doing the calendars. So, nice. so I guess that's it for today. Unless you had something else. No, no. Let's uh, let's give our uh, little plug here and direct Thanks. people. 
to uh, where they can find more about us? Sure. So firstly, you can go to our website, themarketingessentialsteam.com. There you'll have access to our podcast. You will also have access to a contact page. You can get a hold of us. If you're one of those people that likes to listen on the go, we have our Apple podcast, Apple iTunes podcast, uh, that you can just look up the Marketing Essentials team there. We also have a Facebook page, the Marketing Essentials team on Facebook. You just do a search for that. Is Marketing Essentials team or just Yeah, Marketing the, Essentials the team, team on yes. Facebook. Um, and then lastly, uh, Alicia, want to talk about that? Uh, we have a Facebook group so we can keep the conversation going beyond the podcast. Uh, it's called Little Roadie Marketing Support. You can post your questions about marketing. Um, you can post your success, your challenges for local business marketing. So we welcome you. Just search uh, Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. Yeah, it's a great group because a lot of great conversation going on there. You do have to ask for permission, but Alicia lets a lot of people in. <laughs> even, the, <laughs> even the people that she doesn't like, like me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and lastly, um, Rooms and Works. They oh, have, yes. They Thank have you. been generous enough to allow us to use one of their conference rooms for our podcasts. And uh, they're located on Cromwell Street in Providence. It's a great co-working space if you're looking for a place to get out of your house and uh, just uh, be in a more business-like atmosphere. Check them out. Check them out. Give them a call over here. Uh, Sarah's her name. Yep. Uh, she's the one that takes care of the tours and uh, can get, hook you up. Cool. Thank so you, guys. That, thank you, and have a great day.